When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello guys, welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Rielle, for those who don't know me, and I teach English as a second language. I teach you how to communicate in English with quality and confidence. In today's episode, I am going to talk about a question that I've received on my Instagram. And if you don't follow me on my Instagram, just make sure to follow me there. And this follower asked me, how do I cope? How do I deal with hard days? How do I stay motivated? And that was such a good question. And so I was like, why not answering on a podcast? Because here I just have more time to talk only about that topic. And because you guys are so used to the dynamics of this podcast, where I don't really have a specific thing to talk about, I just speak freely so you can practice your listening about, you know, daily topics, life topics that you can even use in your conversation. Also because this video, not this video, but this podcast, it's not planned out. And so one, I can practice my English and two, you can practice with real English where I don't have like a script to follow. It's just, I go by by memory and I go normally, like I'm not, I'm sitting down with you and talking to you over coffee, you know, and I don't drink coffee, but anyways. That was such a good question because you have you may have heard people talking about emotional intelligence. How do you do with your emotions? How you don't quit on doing something? How do you keep yourself motivated even though you're feeling low? And it seems and it sounds something so easy to do, but it's easier said than done sometimes, and I'm just going to share with you what I do. First of all, I do therapy. That helps me so freaking much because it's a moment, it's a time for myself where I can just pour my heart out and talk about my insecurities, frustrations, and fears. And I can talk to someone that is not biased, someone that doesn't have a set opinion of her own. Instead, she's looking at me and trying to help me understand my own feelings and, and giving me an advice that is applied to me, not based on what she thinks and not based on her opinions, but based on her professional experience. And that has been helping me so much. I've been learning about myself and I've been trying to get better and pinpoint my weaknesses, my weakness points and and going from there and and becoming better as a human, as a person, as a professional, as a wife, as a friend, as a teacher. So I think that doing therapy is such a stigma right now where you only go to therapy if you have anxiety, depression, or if you have if you're really messed up. But therapy is not only for that, it's to help you cope with your daily struggles. You don't really need to have anxiety or be depressed to go to therapy. It's a moment where you focus on yourself and you see things that really bothers you and you want to fix them. I didn't have self-love, I didn't love myself and now I do. 
I didn't know who I was and now I do. I didn't want I didn't know what I wanted to be and now I do. And so I didn't have depression or anxiety, but I still had some things to deal with, some traumas from the past, small big traumas and the, and sometimes things happen in our life and we don't understand why they're happening. We think that we're being punished by God. And so going to therapy has helped me understand that my actions lead to consequences and also that life happens and that's what is life. It's never going to be perfect without tribulations and never it's going to be like in the movies where you struggle and then you have your 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 happy ever after. That's not life. Life it's full of bumps and ups and downs and it's a roller coaster really where you are on the ride and you just have to make the most out of it and that when it comes the emotional intelligence is knowing how to deal with your emotions and not let your emotions drown you and 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 keep you in the in this bottom pit where you don't find the exit the light and then you just feel miserable for most part of your life so a few weeks ago, I was feeling very sad, very frustrated. I even shared here that I was having hard days. I was working myself. I was working a lot. I was working myself to death. And when I started teaching online, I didn't think it would be an easy journey, but I thought it would be easier than it was. It actually was. I started my journey two years ago, and then by the end of these two years, I have accomplished so many things, but still there weren't enough. Enough in a point that we're not going to be hypocrites here. We all have work because we need to pay the bills. Some of us are blessed to do something we like, but some of us are not. And I was blessed to find someone, something that I really liked, that I was really good at, that I was changing lives. but. Um, I wasn't making enough money. And that on me, you know, I've been working since I was 16. I was never financially dependable on anyone. For me to depend on my husband, it was really hard emotionally and mentally. It took a toll on my, on my mental health. And so when I started working online, I started watching some videos and following some marketers. And they all would say, you have to work a lot, you have to work 12 hours a day, and you have to dedicate yourself because if you believe in your business, that's what you got to do to have success. And so I was working a lot, you know, I was waking up 4.30 in the morning and then going to bed at 10, and sometimes I wouldn't be able to fall asleep. And I was doing all by myself, and then I'll, throughout the time, like, um, like along the way, I was able to get some help. Now I have an editor, I have some teachers, but still my staff, my, my team is not complete and I don't really have enough people to help me do all I have to do. And if you don't know, working online is not as easy as it sounds. It involves so many things. So first of all, you have to think about your strategies, what to post, how to post, and then you have to think about design. Because a bad design doesn't really prompt anybody to follow you or even pay attention to your post. Then you have to be consistent. You have to make posts regularly and post regularly at least once a day. And then you have stories on Instagram where you have to be there and just be different. You have to um, 
add subtitles to your stories. You gotta make it interesting. You gotta make it in a way that people would want to watch you and follow you there. And then you have YouTube where you have to make the content and think about it and then um, make the content and post, not post, but record, send to editing, get back, watch the, the editing, give some feedback, return to the editor, come back from the editor, and then you post and you have to do all these things um, to be able to post once a week. And then I have my podcast, which I don't really follow a script, but still it's energy and time. And then I have my course, my online course, where I have to make classes, record classes, send to editing. I have to pay teachers, manage teachers. I have to teach classes live because I do practice classes. So, and on top of everything, I have my dog, I have my house, I have my husband. I need to eat, I need to go to the grocery store, I need to do laundry. I just have so much on my plate that in December... Last December, I was I was not doing well. Even doing therapy, you know, taking my ADHD medicine because of, on top of everything, I have ADHD. And I was, I was, I was low. I was feeling low. I was forgetting appointments. I was letting my friends down. I was not spending enough time with my family, talking to my mom, calling her. I wasn't even going for my morning walks, which make me happy. I let myself, I put myself on the side and I forgot all about me. And it started being about others. What can I do to improve my relationship with this person? What can I do to be better for this? What, how can I improve my course? And I wasn't doing anything for me, really. I wasn't taking care of me save those moments that I was doing therapy and that was it. I wasn't singing anymore, which I love doing. I wasn't going for my walks. I wasn't exercising and I was gaining weight. So it was time for me to go on a launch again and doing launches. It's just so hard. It's again, everything is you, the emails that you have to send. Oh, and I have, I had the, I have the blog even, I have the blog. And so during this launch, like every launch, I get super tired and drained. This one was different. Because I got... I didn't get sad with the results. I just got tired. And talking to my psychiatrist, because I had to have a psychiatrist. When you have ADHD, you have to be followed up by a psychiatrist and a therapist. So I was talking to my psychiatrist and he told me to slow down because I was going towards burnout. Burnout, when you are in that stage, is so hard to come in from burnout. And I was and I was like, I'm fine. You know, I don't I don't feel anxious. I don't I don't feel anything. I'm I'm fine. But I was not. I started having insomnia where I couldn't sleep. Like I could not fall asleep. There was this one day that I was up until 5 a.m. because I was unable to fall asleep. And that prolonged it for a week until I went to the doctor. I got some sleeping medicine, which didn't really help me. And I was thinking that God was punishing me. I thought that I wasn't maybe doing right or, or enough. 
And I was doing more than enough. And therapy helped me understand that, that I was doing more than enough. And sometimes it takes more time for a person and for the other person. You just got to be okay with that because you're all on our own pace and our own journey. And so I started comparing myself. I felt like I was failing. I felt... I felt terrible. And... Besides therapy, I believe in Heavenly Father and sometimes it's easy to forget about Heavenly Father. It's easy to forget that he's there and that we need him. And I do need him. I wasn't feeling his presence anymore. I was feeling very cold spiritually and I don't like that. I didn't like that. So I talked to my husband. I was like, we have to go to church. Like, we really have to make the effort to go to church every Sunday because we were not going to church every Sunday. And it's not that going to church will save me or make me a better person, but going to church and being in contact with the Lord's words and teachings helped me feel closer and helped me be fed spiritually and helps me to... To come back to his presence. It's easy to forget about Heavenly Father when we're not in contact with people that talks about Heavenly Father and teaches about Heavenly Father. People know. Yeah, people who teach and talk about Heavenly Father. And so I started, you know, praying and reading the scriptures and at first didn't feel anything. I was super cold. Then there was this movie on, on the theaters that I went to see with my husband called American Underdog. And that movie was so pretty. It It's based on a, on a real life story. It talks about this National Football League NFL um, quarterback called Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner have always had this dream of becoming a NFL, National Football League, um, player. And he starts the movie saying that it's really hard to someone to make it to the NFL. And so he doesn't know why God would give him such dream when it's almost impossible to get into NFL. His whole life he was playing football in school, in college. And while in college, he was he was giving all he had, but at the same time, he wasn't following directions. He wasn't following directions. And the coach tried to sculpt him, to polish him. And for a long time, he wasn't playing on games because he would just not do what the coach was telling him to do. And he had to learn how to be obedient to his coach and how to... Um, accept orders because sometimes being a leader is not bossing everyone around and not listening to anyone being a leader is the is being the best and guiding your team and you cannot guide your team if you're not following instructions for some from someone that knows more than you and that is your, your coach and so he started listening to his coach it was a rough path and then he got a shot you know he, he got a shot to um, try out for an for an NFL um, for for an NFL. Oh my gosh, team! 
So he went to the tryouts, and the coach asked him, you know, like Kerner, Kurt Warner, your time. So he felt so unprepared because he has just gotten there. And so he's like, well, don't you want me to watch first and just understand the dynamics? The the coach asked him again, are you coming or not? And then Warner was like, but I just feel unprepared. Like, I don't think I can. Like, I should watch first and then, you know, try out. And then the coach ended up letting him go on that day. So he got hired and fired the same day. And he was sad because he lost his only, maybe his only chance to become an EFL player. And at around this time, he was dating this girl and this girl had two, two kids. One of them were blind and had, you know, some mental issues. Um, and he loved this girl and he wanted to be there for her. And so he decided to be with her, you know, to, to, to be with her and the two kids. So they were living together. They didn't have money, you know. They lived in a day where it's super cold in the in the winter. And he found himself not being able to support his family. So he decided to get a job at a grocery store. It was very humbling. He wasn't happy about it. But he tried to make the most out of it. And I remember he telling his girlfriend at a time, now wife, that... Sometimes you just gotta do something you don't want to do to be able to do what you want to do. And and that makes me even want to cry. Because that is so true. Sometimes we have to do things that we don't want to do and able to do what we want to do. And, and to strive and to have success. During that one year, struggling, you know, because his wife was in college and and he was working in a grocery store, which you don't make a lot of money working in a grocery store, even to support like a wife and two kids and yourself. And he got a, an invitation from this coach to play in a, in arena football. Some players don't consider arena football to be real football. They they have prejudice against it. And so he was like, yeah, not doing that. Like, this is not real football. But after that year working in the grocery store and not making enough money and seeing his family struggle and, and, and walking in snow because they didn't have gas in the car, he's like, I'm, I'm going to try out for this arena because I need to support my family. And that was a journey because arena football is very different from the field football. It's faster, harder. And so... He, it took him some time in training to get the hang of it. And then he started doing really well and and doing really well. And he played for that arena um, football coach for like, I don't know even how many years. But eventually, like after four years, after his failed tryout, he got another shot. So this coach watched him play in the arena football and liked him. But all the other coaches, the assistant coaches, they were like, but he's older. You know, he's in, he's an arena player. He's not a real player. But this coach, 
he himself had a rough path and he understands that sometimes it just takes us long to become what we want to become. And so he was like, I see something in this guy and I want him here. So he, they asked him, Kurt Warner, to try out for that team. And he didn't do well. But the coach had this like feeling inside him that Kurt Warner was different. And he wanted to see why he had the feeling. So he decided to hire him. And Kurt Warner gave all he had. And eventually, he became one of the best quarterbacks that there is. And he started making a lot of, lot of money. So, not that it's gonna take us four years. Sometimes it will take us even more, even less. I know many stories. And that's what I like to do when I feel like I'm motivated, when I feel low. When I feel like I'm failing and I'm not going to get anywhere, I'm not going to achieve my dreams, I try to watch movies and videos that will lift up my spirit. And that's what this movie did for me. It lifted up my spirit. It was such a pretty with a nice message. And it was a, a real life story, which is like, for me, makes it more achievable, you know, like I, if you, if you watch something that is unrealistic, like, okay, that's just a movie, but this was a real-life story-based movie. And so sometimes we just got to slow down. And we need to put into perspective what really matters to us and what we really want to become and what can we do differently. For two years... I was trying different things and I was doing my best, but it was not enough. I didn't reach as many people as I want to, and I'm so grateful for the ones I have already. But at the end of the month, it doesn't really pay my bills. So praying and watching these movies and just singing gospel songs... I had this strong feeling that I should become a teacher in Texas. And that is hard because I have to make so, I have to do so many things. I have to study more. And I wouldn't have time, like all this time that I have right now to work on my business. So to me, it was a feeling, it was a very strong feeling and the blaze feeling, but I was reluctant i didn't want to i didn't want to hear heavenly father's words i didn't want to follow his guidance and sometimes we just have to be willing to follow his guidance you know never ask for help if you're not willing to not accept the help and then i prayed even more talked to my husband talked to my mom and we all felt the same thing that i should become a teacher here because that would help me to develop my abilities as a teacher. That would help me improve my, my teaching skills. And it would give me like experience. And it would give me credibility on the online. I wouldn't be like a, a nobody teaching English. I would be a teacher in Texas teaching English. 
Also, I would be doing something that it's the same area because I'm going for a, an ESL teacher certification here in Texas. So I'm taking already a TFL certification, teaching English as a language, but that is not enough for uh, public schools in Texas. You have to take a teacher certification course, and then you just have to take more courses in the area that you want to teach. I want to be an English and ESL teacher. I can, I can fall, I can choose two to three specializations. So that's what I'm going to go for eventually. In the meantime, I was like, what can I do to gain the experience? So I started applying for jobs and it, I got accepted in three. I got offer letters. I got three offer letters and I had to choose only one. It was hard. Then I accepted one that is full-time, full of challenges. I'll have to teach math, you guys. Math in English. Can you just imagine that? Plus, I would teach math and reading to middle schoolers, which is pre-teenagers. Super hard age, challenging age. I'm not going to have, you know, enough... Not enough, but I won't have as much time as I have right now to dedicate myself to my online business. So that meant to take a step back from the online, which is I'm not going to post every single day on Instagram. And it's been a hard transition. So I got sad again. I got really sad. I felt overwhelmed. I felt challenged. And I felt like, will I be able to do this? Am I capable of doing this? Because I still have so many other things to do. That didn't go away. I still have my course. People who paid for my course and now I have a responsibility with them. And so I went back and watched in other movies like Facing the Giants. If you are like feeling a little low and want to practice your English and also be... Um, Fat Spiritually, American Underdog, Facing the Giants, The Overcomer are really good movies for you to watch. There are also, there's also The Breakthrough. There are so many. I can make a post about it, but... Pray. I prayed. I sang. And now I feel calmer. Oh, and also the therapy. I talked about it with my therapist that I was feeling overwhelmed and scared. That's normal, and now I feel calmer. So I start next Monday, and I'll let you guys know how it went. But whenever you're feeling sad, when you're feeling discouraged, when you're feeling like Lord is punishing you, Heavenly Father is not a punisher, God. Heavenly Father is loving, kind, and he wants the best for you. Sometimes you're doing well and you're doing so well that you need to be pruned. You need to be trimmed. It's like a tree who's, that's giving fruits and now it needs to be pruned. And so for you to give more fruits, you need to be pruned. So turn yourself to Heavenly Father. Pray and be willing to accept the answer. Be willing to do something that you don't want to, to achieve something that you do want to. And at the end of the day, we are all adults. We have to do things that we don't want to every day. So, 
and do therapy. <laughs> Honestly, that will help you a whole bunch. I know some of you cannot invest in therapy, but if you can, man, that will help you so much. Because that helps me. I've been doing therapy for two years and I'm such a different person from when I first started. Yeah, we all have difficult days and they're part of life. We just have to know how to deal with them. And turn yourself to Heavenly Father, watch movies, inspiring movies, sing songs, pray, do therapy, and try to be logical, rationalize. Because sometimes we are pure emotion and that doesn't do it. That doesn't do us any good. So be less emotional, rationalize more, and just be willing to listen, be willing to obey, be willing to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes. I'm not giving up on my online business. I'm not giving up on my business. And that's for sure. And if it takes me seven years, so be it. What I'm doing right now, I'm just finding ways to improve as a teacher and to support my family and my business financially. I'm doing something that I need to in order to have what I want to. But this need to, it's even in the same area. It's, it's linked to what I want to do. So imagine I need to support my family. I'm going to work as a lawyer. That, that won't help me be a teacher. So I try to find something that would pay me <laughs> that I was I, I was going to be I was I would be able to make money and work on myself as a teacher. So it's in the same area, same topic. I will eventually teach ESL. So that is it from me today. I hope you like this um, podcast episode. And if you do, let me know. And talk to me. Follow me on my social media. I have two for Brazilians and non-Brazilians. So I'm going to leave all the links down below. And also, if you want to support my channel, my podcast, that would mean so much to me. So even like with one cent, one dollar or one currency, one real, whatever, the currency. It's just a, like, it's not for the money, it's just... Showing me that you support me and that you believe in me as a professional. Um, and then supporting this this podcast. I didn't know, but it's been almost two years I've been doing this podcast. Can you imagine? In over two years, I made $20. <laughs> but it's, again, not for the money. It's just the support. And that's what I need. I need support from you guys. And... Message me on Instagram, interact with me there, also my YouTube videos, and yeah. You can also send me suggestions for future podcast topics. I would really appreciate that. <laughs> but that's it from me. Thank you so much for watching. I hope the Heavenly Father guides you and, and, and stays with you, guiding you to whatever whenever you need to be and whoever you need to become i i pray that he blesses you and stays with you and 
and comforts you. I pray that you also lean on Heavenly Father and pray to Him and trust His words and be willing to follow His prompts and, and, and guidance. I'll see you next. Bye, guys.